Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Easton. I'm the engineer uh, here on Wine Down with uh, Janet Kramer and Michael Cosson. Um Working on this show has been an absolute dream come true for me uh, personally. I, I am a huge Jana Kramer fan and this show is so much fun and it's just such a joy to be a part of this. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there for listening uh, over the last year. It, we've really appreciated your support and uh, we love uh, having you guys come out to the live shows and, and everything, uh, all, everything you guys do. You're just the best fans in the world. Um, so, we're uh, we're going into uh, New Year's. We're going into 2020. So we thought we would take this opportunity uh, to play um, one of the more popular episodes from the last year. I don't want to say this is my favorite episode because um, it was uh, it was tense. <laughs> so I don't want to say it was my favorite because I enjoyed uh, the um, uh, what happened in it. But I think it's an important episode, and that's why we're going to play this one. Um, once, uh, once it gets going, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's uh, it was a very, um, a crucial episode for Janet and Michael. And, um, I think it gave us a lot of insight into their relationship and, and all the work that they do. Uh, so, uh, once again, thank you so much for listening, uh, to the show and all your support. Uh, we, we love you guys. So, uh, please enjoy, uh, this special episode of wind down with Janet Kramer and have a happy and safe new year. Wind Down with Jana Kramer and Michael Cawson, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award-nominated podcast. Okay, so I'm really excited because we have Catherine Oxenberg in studio. Oh, right. like, come on. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, Catherine, I, it's, you have a fascinating story. How, before I jump into it, do you know Sarah Edmondson? I do, I do yeah. Okay, so we did a movie together about, um, gosh, it was a year and a half ago. No, two years ago. It was two years ago. And it's it's so weird now thinking back to our conversation because I, I, I remember her saying some kind of weird, weird, weird things. Um, but it, it was it was off. And then all of a sudden I saw her on Dateline and I was like, oh, my God, I did a, a Hallmark movie with her. A Christmas movie. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And so I, I Instagrammed her and I was just like, hey, because I know that she, you know, she talked about all about being in this Nexium cult 
and she has you know the book her book that just came out and so yeah. I just didn't know how big or small that world was and if you knew of her or you know if if um because your daughter was the one that was in the Nexium cults correct that is correct yeah I, I definitely met Sarah through Nexium when it was called Executive Success Program which was the yeah. consumer facing company that she was a coach for and so yeah in the beginning she was a big recruiter and, right um. And I didn't really have anything to do with the organization. I stopped taking classes probably in 2013, but my daughter stayed in and she remained a coach and became very involved. And Sarah was quite high up um, uh-huh. in, as far as owning a center in Vancouver and being responsible for bringing in, I don't know, maybe thousands of people. But well, what, and that's kind of what I was like, she, yeah. I felt like she was trying to bring me into something. So I remember being like, it was just very strange. And I was like, no, I'm not really like, I'm, I'm good, you know? But it, then I was just like, oh my gosh, it's all, it all connected. Wow. The yeah. Dots. She's very charismatic. She's a really, she's a, so a, sweet, adorable yeah. person. And I can see mm-hmm. why she was a great recruiter and I can see why she's a great whistleblower too. She has the same passion. Um, <laughs> and she's the one who, when I first was told about what was really going on, which would have been April of 2017 and that my daughter had probably been branded Mm-hmm. I met with Sarah and she showed me her brand. And on actually, her butt, right? No, it's not on her butt. It's oh, like on, on her pelvic area. Pelvic area, that's like right. in the right, front. Right. And yeah. it, hers to date is the only brand that I've actually seen. But she and oh, I wow. were in the first New York Times uh, um, article that broke the story originally and got the attention of the government. And then I went ballistic on a warpath with from one media outlet to the other until... Okay, so let's just start over then. So... <laughs> okay. Let me just, now that we... Get, let's, let's start from the beginning. So you you and your daughter went to this class. I'll let you kind of start it off. Yeah. How did it start? Um, innocently. It was a self-help leadership program. My daughter was about to start a business. Sarah Edmondson was one of the coaches in that first class. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I'd done a lot of self-help. It didn't seem particularly original, my daughter loved it from the beginning. Uh, I think what hooked me a little bit was they did these emotional processes that to unhook reactivity or what they considered, you know, any limitations that you have. And what's actually happening is they're unhooking your gut and they're just starting to dismantle your personality, but it feels good. And a lot mm-hmm. of these large group awareness trainings use very similar techniques. I think that probably Keith Raniere, although he says his material um, was proprietary and you had to sign an NDA. I think most of it was plagiarized from other of these well-known trainings, whether it be EST or Landmark or Scientology. I think that he stole a lot of stuff. So, the not, you know, but um, my, my daughter got very involved and there was a huge emphasis on recruitment and they were making a lot of money off people. At what point, Catherine, did you kind of read between the lines and realize uh, this isn't exactly what we signed up for and get yourself out? And then like, why was there such a discrepancy in time between when you got yourself out and then getting your daughter Indy out? You know, it's an interesting thing that you say, get, you know, getting myself out. I never really considered myself in because I just took classes and there Mm -hmm. was a huge difference between somebody who was taking the occasional class versus somebody who signed up for the coach path, which Sarah was a coach. And they those people were taking this program seriously, and they're the ones that they considered to be really dedicated to improving humanity. Um, like there was a big emphasis on on the, the doctrine and mm-hmm. on, on Keith Raniere, who they called the vanguard. So right. um, I never really got in. I just mm. took classes, and then I'm like, you know what, this is weird. But the, the reason I wrote a book, which came out actually last year, was because those warning signs, if I'd recognized that they were dangerous versus just thinking, okay, so these are quirky people, mm-hmm. um, I would have run away. I would have never exposed my daughter to anything as dangerous as this. It's just that I, I was naive. I didn't really understand how these groups work. And I didn't understand the process of indoctrination and how easy it is to kind of hijack somebody's mind without you being aware. So was India branded? India was branded, yeah. I did an intervention with her, which was May 2017, and I point blank asked her if she'd been branded, and she didn't lie, which was strange because everyone within the organization is taught to lie to everybody on the outside. So why would you think that she was getting, like, what were the things that you saw that were, that was off? Okay, so um, in the beginning, uh, she became a little more distant. 
-hmm. became a little bit more serious. She felt more burdened to me. But it could have been, you know, okay, so one of the heads of the organization, Nancy Salzman, who was higher than Sarah, told me, well, India's individuating. And so you, I could, I could, I could buy that. You know, she was a young woman and she was separating from me and her family and she was trying to find her own way. So a lot of the symptoms that are like, wow, doesn't feel like my daughter anymore, doesn't have that kind of brightness and that, that joyful spirit. Um, I didn't know that this, these were symptoms of her actually dis- having her personality dismantled and taking on a cult persona. And that's what happened. She slowly but surely started to change. And it was so slow, it's such a slow drip, that it wasn't until it was too late that I realized that they'd taken her. And that so she, what do you she mean gone. by taken her? What, what, what does that consist of? Well, again, steps. First, becoming a coach. And so isolating her, creating a new family, separating her from her loved ones, um, insisting she break up with her boyfriend, then involving her 24-7 in the organization, recruiting people, making it her life, then moving her to Albany, New York, which was the epicenter of the group. Mm-hmm. So slowly but surely, the years go by. She's living in Albany. She's given up all her possessions in L.A. She's given up all her friends. And she's leading this new life in service of Keith Raniere. And suddenly she's Allison, Allison Mack's slave. And you go, what the hell happened? And um, it wasn't until... like I, I I'm a parent of several kids, and really part of my, the way that I parent is that I try and let my kids make their own mistakes. I try not to interfere. I try not to be a helicopter parent. Um, but, it, you know, giving, giving, really adhering to giving them the dignity of their own process of adulting. But when I found out that she was actually in physical danger is the moment that I, like, my maternal instincts just went haywire, and I, I did everything that I could to get her out. What danger did you see? And what danger did you know that she was in? A defector called me up um, mid-April 2017 and said, you have to save her. And I'm like, uh, okay, from what? And she said, well, she's involved in this secretive slave master group that's supposed to be a female leadership program within Nexium, But actually, it's a recruiting funnel for sex for Keith. It's based on a slave master hierarchy. And Alison Mack is her master. And she's being forced to recruit slaves. She's probably branded. She's on a 500-calorie-a-day diet. She's sleep-deprived. Uh, she signed a lifetime vow of obedience to Keith and to the organization. Like She just she read off this list of things, and I'm like, how does self-help turn into sex trafficking? Like, How does that even happen? And so the first thing that I did was I went to see a specialist. I organized an intervention. I brought her back to L.A., pretending it was a birthday. I felt horrible. I'd never been duplicitous mm. with my daughter. I mean, we have such we had such a That's great okay. relationship. Found out from my daughter at the same time, her hair was falling out. She hadn't had a period in a year. Mm. Uh, so I'm getting messages from her that she's having physiological problems. I can't tell her that I know why because I don't want to kind of, I don't want to expose my plan to bring her back because I was afraid she wouldn't right. come back. And then I fail at the intervention, and I see that she's recruiting other young women, and I'm able to stop them going back to Albany from being branded. Thank God. So you you stopped her, like she she saw it, saw like she in the intervention she she saw what was happening. No, like quite were... the, quite the opposite. She thought I was crazy and overreacting, and that she was doing something good and noble, and that um, branding was character building. She was completely brainwashed. At what point? After that intervention, like how long after that were you finally able to get through to her? Okay, um, a year and two months. Wow. So that so was, she just left and you didn't talk to her? They took her back and they started to, um, well, first of all, the hierarchy started to try and use her to find ways to sue me and compromise me and silence me. They told her that I was suffering from Munchausen by proxy disease, that I was a psychopath, that everything I was doing was trying. So they brainwashed her specifically against me so that I was enemy number one, which made it very, very hard because then everything that I did when I had to go and expose her publicly um, just deepened the rift and made it harder for her to reconcile with me. Does she still have that? Um, negative energy towards you or is she is she you know is she okay now are you guys okay we're more than okay and I think 
um, one of the first things that she said to me that I knew meant that she was healing after thinking that I was like public enemy. Number one was she told her best friend, my mom was willing to have everybody hate her. Mm. And I knew when she said that, that she understood that I was willing to go to any lengths to get her back. And that was the depth of my love. Absolutely. Let's take a break. When we come back, Catherine Oxenberg is going to talk about signs parents should look for in their kids, things she saw and things you should look for if you've got kids and are concerned your kids are going down a bad path. It's spring break time and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach, though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Did you know it's important to take a prenatal multi before you're pregnant? The first 28 days of pregnancy are important in a baby's neural development, so there's really no such thing as too soon to start. And with supplements, less can be more. Many vitamin brands contain excess nutrients that our body doesn't even need. Rituals Essential for Women is research-stacked and science-backed. So I took Ritual when I was pregnant with Roman, and I loved it so much. It was really easy on my stomach. I loved the aftertaste of the, um, they had a lemon or a mint one, and I just really loved the fact that I knew I was getting exactly everything that I needed for the baby and me. It's a prenatal multivitamin made traceable with vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy, like omega-3 DHA to support baby's brain development and choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. Capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach and a citrus essence to make taking your multis actually enjoyable. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash wine. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash wine for 20% off. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful, so go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real, whole, recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in Every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. 
Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They now offer sex products too. Sex by Lola is a line of gynecologist-approved sexual health and wellness products, lubricated condoms, personal lubricant, and cleansing wipes, designed first and foremost for women. Lola has built a brand that is committed to creating transparent and trustworthy products and encouraging candid conversations about the experiences we as women have throughout our entire reproductive lives. Sex by Lola is the next step in their mission to become the first lifelong brand for women's bodies. The Sex by Lola line is available for subscription. You can add to your period subscription so everything is conveniently delivered on your ideal schedule. Whether it's condoms, cleansing wipes, or tampons, Lola makes your month easier so you're never caught without something you need when you need it. I'm a big fan of Lola and I love the convenience of it. So for 30% off, your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter Jana30 when you subscribe. That's mylola.com and enter Jana30 for 30% off your first month subscription. mylola.com and enter Jana30. Do you have any any uh, kind of, I guess, advice for any parents out there that have, you know, these young adult children that are kind of going off and having their new experiences? I don't know, something to, to watch out for that maybe looking back you might have missed or you wish you would have done better. I, I don't know, you know, just anything for parents. Um, you know, we're parents of two young kids, but just something to look out for in those later years. Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, I think if I had known that the prefrontal cortex of a young adult doesn't fully develop until they're 27. So their mm-hmm. ability to, um, to make decisions, their cognitive faculties actually aren't fully developed. I would probably be more mindful about what they got involved in and do more due diligence. And um, I would teach them about predatory tactics, whether it be an abusive relationship or a predatory group like this, and what to look for and what to avoid. And a lot of those warning signs are actually, like there's a roadmap in my book that makes it very helpful to understand. Like if we expose, whether it's an R. Kelly you know, how these mm-hmm. predators operate in plain sight, once you expose their playbook, which is pretty slim, then our kids are not going to fall prey in the same way. Be it, be it a group or be it an individual. They kind of work the same way. Absolutely. And and going off of that, do you think, you know, because I feel like, as again, we're p- parents of two young kids, you want everything to be like butterflies and rainbows, right? Especially early on. In your experience raising multiple children, What's that age that maybe you sit them down and have these discussions where, look, there's bad people in this world. There are predators. There's people. And these are the consequences. This stuff actually exists in this world. At what age would you consider having those discussions going back again with your kids? Wow. You know, that is another great question. And I think that's personal choice because I think you start the minute that they interface with other people. Um, I was molested at age four. You know, I, I I don't know if it's a personal decision, like mm-hmm. who your kids are going to be interacting with and what you tell them at what age and what they can comprehend. So maybe in simple terms when they're younger and then when they're able to think cognitively, which starts around the age of like 10 to 12, you can, you know, it's a really hard conversation because you don't want them to be suspicious or cynical. And that's right. it's a very fine line, but the world is not. Um, a safe place and people don't have your best interest and that's a it's tough to break that to your kids absolutely when you say this um the sex slaves and slavery i mean was it was it just um sex trafficking and sex slavery what other kind of what else did that entail um multiple like abuses against women and what it means to be a a woman. And it was deeply embedded into the curriculum. The deeper you got in, the more misogyny was revealed. Till you have women like Lauren Salzman tell Sarah Edmondson, the only way a woman can build build self-worth is through humiliation. So I would say um, this was a very, very dangerous organization because the level of self-hatred that it was fostering, that women were able to then hurt another woman i mean um they were desensitized to the point that violence against women was was encouraged that's very frightening yeah 
But it started not like that. So I'm just, yeah. they just, they just get in and they just totally brainwash you. Wow. Well, it was, you have to look at it from two standpoints. The epicenter of this cult, the Keith Raniere had a harem and he was rotating 20 women. This is not how they present themselves. This is not what I was told when I walked in the door to take a class that really the leader is having sex with 20 women and that potentially anybody who walks through these doors is a, is a recruit to become a sexual partner for him. You're not told that. Um, but that's really what was going on. This was all about his, it was about power control and his self-gratification. Everything that was designed, the whole program was to, as a funneling system for him. That's how sick it was. And he's obviously in jail now? He is definitely in jail without bail. And he's awaiting, awaiting sentencing. Has he owned up to any of it? Or is he that psychopath that just thinks that what he did was fine? You want to hear the thing that's so gross? I was sitting in court during closing arguments. And I know that he made <sighs> his chief counsel say this to the jury. The f he was basically saying that the first witness, this woman, Sylvie, who had accused him of rape, basically... He's like, well, he, Keith gave her her first orgasm. So, and I'm sitting there going, okay, wait a minute. Are you really trying to say that he's a good guy? Cause because he gave, him, gave, her, an gave her an orgasm? Jesus. So that's the level of, of <sighs> self-awareness that this, I mean, to me, he's like, he's a lost cause. And if he ever comes out of jail, I mean, he's a danger to society, this guy. Mm. Um, so you have, your book came out last year, right? Um, hardback came out last August and then the paperback came out this July with an, with an extended chapter about the trial and reconcil reconciling with my daughter. And it's called, um, Captive, A Mother's Crusade to Save Her Daughter from a Terrifying Cult. Um, it's available now and you're actually going to be on the E! True Hollywood Story too? Yeah, I think that's coming out this, um... Saturday has it been hard for you to be in the the limelight in this way like I'm sure it wasn't what you thought would ever happen so why did you why did you want to write the book why did you want to come out and do the you know the e story and is it to to raise awareness or is it a is it a, a coping mechanism too um Originally, I wrote the book because I was afraid the government was going to drop the ball because people had brought evidence for decades mm -hmm. and nothing had ever happened. So mm -hmm. I thought, what if I'm? What if my book is the only resource that collects all the information to expose Keith Raniere and these crimes? That was ultimately my first reason for doing it because he hadn't been arrested when I was writing my book. And mm -hmm. as I'm writing, the story's unfolding. So it was happening in real time. Wow. Then I wrote it for India. I wrote it for my daughter because I figured if she read it, she would wake up. And that mm. did, it helped her wake up. And then, you know, after that, it's to help other family members who are going through or what I went through. I hope nobody goes through what I went through and to prevent it from happening. And yes, to raise awareness, because I think these these predators hide in plain sight. And the more you you shine a light on their tactics, the the easier it is, the, safe, the safer we are. Absolutely. And do you... I know, again, just relating back to us having kids in our daughter, like she doesn't complete sentences as well as maybe some of her classmates. Right. And so Jana and I put it on ourselves and like we feel guilt where we're like, are we not doing enough? Are we not doing something right where she's a little behind going through what you've been through with India? Did you have to overcome those feelings of guilt? Did you put a lot on yourself initially, like throughout all this process? Um, my personality is immediately yes i felt guilt that i had introduced her to this program but i'm the way that i deal with that is that i i'm i find actionable ways to to counteract that so Absolutely. i i went full force into getting her out i felt responsible for getting her out i felt responsible for getting her out and it's about being accountable as a parent like you're not can't be blamed for everything but wherever you no. can help you do mm -hmm. how is india you know, dealt with the healing process through all of this? It's been um, intensive. I think mm -hmm. for anybody, this is the thing that people don't understand. You can't leave a cult and move forward. You're still trapped. Like it's in your head. Mm -hmm. so they've changed the way you think. Uh, you're still under the influence of the doctrine. So 
it takes a lot of work to unravel what was done to you and to reclaim your ability to think critically. And that is a process. And it's just been lots of therapy. What was the one thing that helped her the most, do you think? Um, gosh, you'd have to ask her that. I mean, because I'd like to think it, you know, was me, but I don't think it was me. <laughs> I, I think it, it was... It was a lot of things. It, um, she she met a lot of people who gave her a different perspective, and that perspective sort of shattered the cult persona. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a, watching her blossom was really beautiful and coming back wow. to herself. Well, I mean, I just appreciate you coming on here and sharing the story and for being vulnerable. And, you know, you're obviously your words and your story are going to help a lot of people. And hopefully, you know, um, I hope everyone gets your book too because, I mean, it's it's – unfortunately not just a fascinating made-up story you know it's real and something that you guys have been through and others are probably going through right now so hopefully this will be the first you know look into it and then also the you know the help to get out so we appreciate you thank you thank you so much both of you thank you Catherine. and listeners don't forget to watch the e-true hollywood story on this thanks Catherine. thanks Thanks, you guys take care It's spring break time, and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach, though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year. And they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. So go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Halloween is on the way, which means it's time to break out the rubber spiders, fake cobwebs, and jack-o'-lanterns. But if you've got a family, you might be dealing with something a little scary right now, shopping for life insurance. If the idea of looking for life insurance intimidates you, try policygenius.com. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. 
And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can help also with finding the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. This October, take the scariness out of buying life insurance with Policy Genius. Go to policygenius.com, get quotes, and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. What's up, guys? What's happening? Mark Easton, are you there? I'm here. Easton uh, is dealing with other podcasts as we speak. He's running what? around this building like crazy. Awesome. Go team go. Mm-hmm. How are you guys? Living the dream. Yeah. Every day. Right, Every honey? day we're hustling. <laughs> when we last left, we had a discussion about Mike's trip to Mount Kilimanjaro. Has there been any further discussion on that? No, we got other stuff more at the <laughs> forefront that we're working on. <laughs> That's, okay. Well, then I'll that, be quiet and let you guys go. That's a bit. Oh, Mark, please tell me about you. I'm, I just really want to talk about Mark today. Uh, there's nothing. I, there's nothing interesting about me. I promise you. Do you have anything, honey? Nope. I really don't want to be here right now. So I've kind of gotten that vibe, actually. Uh. We wear our hearts on our sleeves, Mark. What can we say? It's, uh, a blessing, it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, if you want to talk about it, be my guest, Michael. I know Mark would love that, wouldn't you, Mark? Oh, Mark. I think, I, I, you know, I just want what's best for all of us. <laughs> well, why don't you just take okay. in, Mike, and see how the water feels? You know what? F*** it. Here's the situation. And this is, I mean, I'll tell you what, we give these listeners some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. My heart on the f***ing floor is really good stuff i'm not saying that i'm just really no i know it's just really good stuff you really want to talk about this i mean go for it we already got all our out there might as well just keep it on a roll and i'm sure (laughs) people deal with this so all right here's i'll give the the gist of it Oh, well, no, let me start. <laughs> on Saturday, on Saturday um, we had some friends in town. We're about to, about to go out for a date night. I received this text message from this number I don't recognize. I open it up. It's a picture of a female and like a message. Word. Large boobs. Top off. Mm-hmm. Message from a female. With weird writing underneath saying, oh, let's try to meet up this time or something like that. I don't know. I mean, you brought it up. So this was a wrong number. This was an old situation. Yeah, but it wasn't anybody I knew. Oh. And so... I see it and I'm like, okay, I know the right thing to do is to go get Jana, pull her aside and say, hey, I received this. I don't know what the hell it is, but I just need to let you know. Because something like this has happened happened like a year ago when we, when we were in LA. Very similar situation, nearly identical. And I brought it to Jana. And I said exactly pretty much that. Hey, I just got this. I don't know what the hell it is, but I just needed to bring it to you. And she handled it well. She really did. And this situation Saturday, even though I consciously had that dialogue with myself, saying I know what I need to do here, I was terrified to do so. I started kind of rationalizing in my head. I'm like, man, we're about to go out to a date night with like two other couples. I was like, in the other end, on the other side, I'm like, we've, Jen and I have really had a good run recently. Like not a lot of past stuff coming up. We've been handling situations pretty well, handling triggers pretty well, talking things out where it's like, it really felt like we were building a lot of forward momentum and really majority of our conflicts were around day-to-day marital issues. And so 
the part of me that won in this situation was like, this is the past coming back up. I don't want any part of this. This is not me. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. And delete, block, done. All with the intention, and Jana will chime in after I'm done talking, definitely about this, is I was like, look, I need, I don't want to bring this up now. I don't want any part of it right now. I felt like a hot potato. I didn't even want it in my text messages. Get rid of it. I talk to my sponsor usually like every Monday morning because I know where he's going. I know where he'll be and I can get a hold of him. I want to talk to him and go from there with all intention of, of bringing it to Jana, letting her know the situation, telling her why I deleted it, which was because I just didn't want any part of it. None of it. And so then yesterday I don't know what inspired Jana, but she looked, she saw my Apple watch and saw the text message on there. So when she compared it to my phone, she thought I was just being sneaky and deleting it. And I understand, and I truly am empathetic to the fact that her seeing something that was deleted that wasn't brought to her attention by me in a healthy way. Because it's a boundary. Is extremely triggering. And, yeah, it's a boundary to not delete things. Something that we, we have mutually discussed and agreed on. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of stuff comes up for her. A lot of stuff comes up for me. And it's... We had a couple session about it this morning. And it's just... It's one of those things that's just difficult to navigate you have no idea who this person was no none none at all and the only thing I can think of and how this person even had my number was almost 18 months ago when I had my relapse and I was reaching out to mm-hmm. numbers of a plethora of numbers and which again, which is how this same situation happened like a year ago. And so it's just, it just sucks because it's, it's just as soon as we, we feel like we're hitting a good, a good, you know, patch, it's just like my past behaviors, my past actions come back to haunt me. And then because I didn't handle it in the way I know I had to, it made it even worse. So the thinking was, we're going out for a date night. It's going to be great. Things have been so good with us lately. I don't want to trigger her in any way. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so not me. I just don't want any part of this right now. I don't mm-hmm. want, or period. I don't want this right. life. This isn't right. the life that I'm living now. It's a part of your life you want to bury and it's rearing its ugly head and you're just like, get away, get away, get away. Yes. Which is understandable, but not what Jan and I agreed on, on how to discuss these things and handle these things. And it's beyond hurtful to see Jana hurt and upset and feel the things that she feels because of the things that I've done in the past. And Jenny, you regularly go through texts? No. This is okay. I don't. Um I haven't Yeah, we got into a fight um that morning or the afternoon or whatever and I just I don't know, I saw his little watch thing on the counter in the bathroom. And I just, I always have this like really weird intuition. Every time I've had that intuition, it tells me to look Mm -hmm. and I always find something. And when I looked, I was like, God damn it. I saw it. And I just immediately started my heart just fell. I was like, it's here. It's happened again. I'm such a fucking idiot. And I immediately called my best friend and I just was like shaking, crying outside. And then 
I texted the number or I called the number. Mm. Um, and then I texted it and it was like, please, you know, it's like, it said like, sorry, hun can't, can't, um, can't talk on the phone. Like, do you want me to come over? And I was just like, you texted my husband. I would love to know your correspondence. Like, please from woman, one woman to another. And I'm just like, as I'm typing this, I was like, this is literally like, how is this happening again? Um, and then like the messages got like really weird. And then like it sent me the same message that it sent Mike. And so then it started to think, okay, maybe this is like one of those like computer people. A bot. Yeah. Like a bot, Mm -hmm. like computer. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, what kind of boobs do you like? And I'm like, okay, this isn't a real person. So then I'm like, not even reading it. Yeah, they're not even reading it. They're just like, I'm coming to Nashville. Like, let's hook up. And I'm just like, okay. So then I like got to that point. So then I'm like, okay, so maybe he hasn't, this is an actual person, but maybe he like got on a site because, you know, usually when you sometimes go to sites, those things can get on your phone and then, then you're part of like that spam thing. So I'm, but I'm like, how would he get on porn sites because he's got covenant eyes on his things to not have the ability to go to those places. And so then I call my sponsor, um, or she's kind of my sponsor. It's weird. She's, um, she's in the program she's a sex addict. And so I called her and I just was talking this through and, and the part is, is it's the deleting. It's the, cause I'm like, if he didn't delete it, like I like he said, Mike said it, like he came to me before and I was totally fine with I wasn't fine with it. But I was like, OK, this sucks. But thanks for bringing it to me. It's the the sneakiness of like feeling like he deleted it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I like he saw before I didn't freak out. I could understand if maybe I freaked out before and threw a fit, but I didn't. I was OK with it as OK as I was. So the the part that like scared my sponsor was that you know, that he deleted it and withheld information, especially since that's a boundary. And, you know, and so they're like, okay, like, you know, this isn't the smoking gun. What, what, you know, do you hire a PI? And I'm just like, oh my God, like my whole, my whole world is about to just fucking crumble again. And I'm like, and I just started, I'm just like, how, like this, I know how, but I just, so it's just been, to feel I'm just sick of finding things I feel like I'm constantly and it's like so then someone says well don't look but then it's hard not to look when I have that intuition to look and from your standpoint the coincidence of the one time you look yeah you find something that's got to be tough but well yeah and it's every time and then it's like the hard thing too is a lot of the times when I do find something he'll say no I'm sorry it was just I don't know but then there's always something after that and that's where I'm like okay now I'm like living in the lava again when am I gonna get completely covered by it because that's next and that's the part that's like that's the part that's like you know I don't want to live this kind of life to to know when the 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 like we just moved in this beautiful house and we had the second kid. Like uh, we fought so hard. Like why, why is this happening again? And that's what I'm so scared of because it's, it's not whether he ends up meeting up with someone or not. I mean, that last relapse he almost did and I was going to sign the papers. So it's like he gets even close to the fire and I'm gone. It's like, does it, and I'm like, does he not know that and realize that and uh, love our family enough? And I know it's not about our family. It's not about me, but that's just where, um, but unfortunately we met or fortunately we had a couple's well so last night I just was like get out of the room you know out and this morning we had the obviously that couple's therapist and it was a new therapist so poor guy just got <laughs> baptized like, by fire majorly baptized by fire because um but you know and he just was like you know gave Mike the opportunity to come forward and know that I'm going to start researching and looking into things on the phone bill and just he's like can you try not to go all the way down the rabbit hole 
You know, he's like, do you need to look for a couple weeks and see? And that's the hard part because now I have to go, okay, was he on an inappropriate site that I don't know about? Was this just a fluke? Is he really, you know, I'm like, I love you, Mike, but like, you're a good liar. Like you passed a lie detector test. You know what I mean? Lying. So I'm like, you're, you're charming as hell. People believe you. Like you've lied to like, I mean, I've seen you like look me in the eye and tell me that what your truth was, but it wasn't your truth. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm kind of caught in like this weird, like, what do I believe? How do, was it just a fluke? I don't know. And that's where I'm just like, I kind of just feel like I'm like, I've given enough signs to the freaking universe. So I'm like, do I, do I keep asking for signs or are these my signs to like get out of Dodge? Sorry. This is just really fresh. Don't be sorry. Well, Amy, of course you don't be sorry. You're the producer of the show. <laughs> no, but I also am like here with tears in my eyes and I, the thing that's, hard is you're not looking at each other right now and you're not speaking to each other and your body language is really tough right now and you're talking about him but he's right next to you because well, i'm just not ready to look at him yet because I, I don't know what i'm looking that's at. okay that's okay what would help you i don't know that's the thing i can't i there's nothing that's i'm like i don't i don't know i but so, i just i'm like why can't you just like, I didn't give you a reason to not tell me the truth or to not just be like, hey, this came up. Like, I just need, like, in moments like that, because I, I always ask, I'm like, hey, is anything inappropriate? Or like, I give them the opportunity to come to have a safe place. And I, like, I want those moments so bad. I want to see that he's working his recovery and working the boundaries. Like, that stuff is so huge for me, which is why I didn't freak out the last time when he came right. to me. Well, Michael, what scares you? What scares you to tell her? And that's just it. It's it's scary, period. I, because, I, I understand. Because there's so much shame. Because in, in my mind, yes, even though I know the right thing to do, it's still a reminder of the things that I've done. And so there's just, it's there's so much pain, there's so much fear behind that, that the other part of me, it's just like, I don't want, her to have to think of that stuff what about forgiving yourself first mike and (laughs) and trying every day because you have so much pain and then because of that it is all over Jana, and she has to carry so much because you won't forgive yourself she can't forgive you until you forgive yourself i mean i've told him i forgive him i know you have and Mike, you are a good person. You are. You both are so beautiful and strong and open. And I just don't know that you guys know it. So, Jana, I read this article. It's really interesting you bring this up about the need to know versus the fear of knowing. And I think that that's something that that you should think about and talk to your sponsor or therapist about. Because it seems that that's what you grapple with. You need to know, but you're afraid to know. And that becomes a painful conflict for someone. Mm-hmm. And neither is necessarily... I need to know for safety. That's the thing. Like, that's kind of what I've always... When something comes up, because I want to know that he's... Because it is hard for him to tell the truth. It has been in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's like to feel to know that I'm safe in this marriage and to know that he's not acting out like those are the things like those landmines that landmines that he gets from mm-hmm. for me to be able to see and to know that he's doing what he's you know what people have told him and how to you know how to tell me and it's like and with me being empathetic and sitting in it and knowing what he's doing like that's that I, I it's like it it's it's so helpful it shows me that he's on the right path gives of recovery security. and yeah it gives me gives security, security that he's telling me the truth mm-hmm. and not just deleting things like the deleting things just I mean it just whether it's it was a fluke text sends me right back to him deleting all the messages that he did with his affairs I understand that I understand that so it's just it's heavy because I'm like and now I just I don't know what I don't know well, you feel out of control. 
yeah, I just, I feel like I'm just like, my anxiety level is just like through the roof. And did the therapist this morning have any input on that about what to do now? Uh, to take the space we need and to rely on what we need to rely on in order to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I know. I feel like Jana has to find the security in herself. That's the thing. Like I'm when, you know, when I got upset last night, like staring at my house outside in our driveway, it was, I'm, I'm secure with me, but like our relationship and I thought we were, it's just, I felt like it was like a slap in the face. So I'm not secure in his recovery, but it's not my recovery. That's the thing. So it's, it's, that's the, the, that's the, the hard part about living with an addict today. I'm not secure. A few days ago, I felt secure. I'm trying to just process everything. It's it's really complicated. It, it is, and it's it is, but it's not. You know, and that's that's honestly, it's that's part of the weight and the frustration and the pain of it all. Because when you look at it, if you put it down on paper, it's very simplistic. Just all I had to do was come to her and say, "Hey, this happened." So what is your answer why you didn't? First of all, for me, feeling safe and telling the truth is something that goes back since I was young. Like I have fear around even being honest because of how it was received in my upbringing. So that's a very big traumatic trigger for me. And has definitely been my biggest hurdle in living with integrity and being completely honest and transparent and in, in everything in all accounts. What I was telling Mark on why I didn't was because I want to run so far away from that life Mm -hmm. of getting that kind of text message of, of, of being reminded of the piece of shit I used to be. That it's just, it's that shame hit, that kick in the dick. And I I just, selfishly, I didn't want any part of it. And that's, that's the part that's unfair because I took that opportunity away from myself and from Jana because I wanted to spare myself and her. But I feel like it was more of a selfish decision because I was scared. So when I hear you call yourself a piece of Used to be. It's... You weren't, but that's uh, but that's it. That's how that's how I f- I feel. That's how I felt. That's part maybe of my. Maybe when you work on that part and forgiving yourself and knowing, then you will trust Jana. Jana is fiercely loyal to you, Michael, and you need to be willing to share with her the worst parts of you. She will not leave. Well, well, yes, but if you would have told her, yeah. And you are not a piece of Mike. I understand. You are not. I never learned how to trust the truth. That's that's, that. And that's my trauma. But it's not on her. She's shown you so much loyalty. I know. But I also want Jana to, when she hears you call yourself a piece of it breaks my heart. It must gut her. Mm. Not this moment. You're a good guy. (laughs) Right, right, right. But you are a good guy. I hate hearing you say that about yourself. And I would feel the same way if Jana criticized herself that way. I'm, I'm just sorry. You can say that. Say it to her. I am sorry, honey. That I didn't handle it the way that we agreed upon. And handle it the right way. For myself, for you, and for both of us. I'm sorry that the damage that something like, again, that seems so simplistic can cause. I 
hear you. I just am having a hard time with you saying that you were going to tell me because it's like, you know how many times I've heard, but I was going to tell you. Absolutely. But so I'm like, you deleted it. Like, just own that you weren't going to, you, you don't want any part of it, that you just deleted it. Don't, I just, the, the, the saying that you were going to tell me about it is the part that I'm just like, I do not buy. And I don't blame you for not wanting to tell me not wanting that life. I don't, but I'm like, I, I have a heart because I'm like, I've, you know, how many times I've heard you say, but I'm going to, I was going to tell you about it. So after 20 times of finding things, I don't believe that line anymore. I believe you deleting it and just being like, I don't want this life. I do believe that. And you f***ed up. I get that. I totally would get that. But the fact that you're trying to hide behind saying, but you were going to tell me, I don't get, I, I will, I will not believe you on that. I just don't. And I can't really hear her, really hear her. Cause she's making a really, really clear point there. And I understand it. Like, I'm totally giving you the opportunity to be like, you're right. And I, I, you know, even though I said I was going to tell you, I, you're right. That is a lie. Maybe my intentions sure were, but I probably wasn't. That would make more sense to me. That, that I can agree with. Before when we, I hear you before there. when we talked about it, it seemed black and white, and I, I didn't want to, like, challenge my own integrity of just outright admitting that I wouldn't. My intention was absolutely to bring it up because I know that was the right thing to do. Was so do you think in you. your heart of hearts you were going to bring it up? I don't know. Yeah, now that's an honest answer. I like that I can actually like, but my, then my why lie to me? Why inten- lie? My inten- that's a good question. My intention and plan was to, but like you said, like you just asked, I don't know. Do you know why you lied? About just now saying, when you say I was going to tell you and Jana, that's what she doesn't beca- believe. Because I, be- I believe that. I do. Okay. Be- because of the work that I've been doing, the work that I am trying to do. I, I, I'd like to believe that I would default and do the right thing. I don't think that's there's a fair any, answer. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. No, that's a fair answer. But were too. you really going to call Paps on Monday? That was my intention. Absolutely. That that was that was my intention. Again, but to to answer it, I like to think so. That was my intention. But I don't know. I don't know if I would have woken up this morning and followed through. I don't know. And it wouldn't have bothered you at all. It would just, it's out of sight and mind. You just deleted it and whatever. I can't speak for the situation. I can't go through and say, if this would happen, if that would happen. All I know is that when I deleted it, it's because I didn't want any part of it. Now this is where I feel like you're trying to trap me into saying something. See, I told you this. I told you you lied. No, that's just because it's, that's, you wouldn't have told me. and And I know that, so. I just really want to be done. I'm closing off, guys. Sorry. That's okay. No, that's okay. I don't want. I, I want you guys to take a breath. I'm a little nervous about you guys. Just like no, it's fine. We got our kids, so we'll just go our separate ways and we'll be fine. What can we do for for you both of you? Like, if I was as brave as both of you to tell you the ways that I understand what both of you are saying, like it's really important because so many people can relate even if it's a different example it's really powerful like i feel truly for both of you right now truly well i hope and i hear you both and i believe you i hope when next week when people listen to this that they understand it's this is real and and that's why we share is because we know that there's other people out there going through either the exact same situation or like you said, Amy, different topic, but similar, similar, yeah. you know, details. And I understand too. make it go away, make it go away. Yeah. And I understand so much of what Jana feels Yeah. so much. That's why it's like, there's no answer because you're, it's, I get it. And you do need time. Yeah. We love you guys so much. Love you too. Bye.
Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with real Japanese matcha, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha is rich in vitamin C, catechins, EGCGs, and L-thionine. Enjoy a delicious matcha latte or smoothie with this convenient green tea powder made from Japan's treasured matcha, finely milled from high-quality green tea leaves. Get 25% off all matcha love products on Itoen using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at I-T-O-E-N.com. Available on Amazon and Itoen.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do. Enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit facet.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.